Hi, I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, songwriter, and worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. Being in the recording studio and going through the creative process was an incredible experience and one that God completely protected. It was as if I was like in a bubble that the enemy wasn't allowed to pop. And now that I'm home and the recording is all completed, but yet with more work ahead leading up to the release of this album, some feelings of doubt have started to creep in in little waves. And don't get me wrong, I am really excited to release this album and I've been working on it through years through just ridiculous physical battles of chronic illness, in which the Lord has met me through it all. But as the release is getting closer and closer to reality, the doubts have crept up. Doubts, things such as, what if this fails? Am I sure I heard God correctly? Did the album really turn out as good as I feel it did? And is God actually going to take me further in this music direction? And then am I going to be up for whatever doors God opens? The Lord brought me to Gideon in this just not in the typical way that we usually see this piece of history. As Israel was facing oppression from the Midianites, and had been for years, it had brought the people low, and they called out for help to the Lord. God heard them and sent a prophet to them, saying in Judges 6, 8-9, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I led you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of bondage, And I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all who oppressed you and drove them out before you and gave you their land. Pain, suffering, oppression, it all has its way of bringing people to their knees, doesn't it? But God had a purpose for giving Israel into the hands of Midian, and it was made clear when they cried out to him for help. They had learned surrender and dependence by what they were suffering and it softened their hard hearts to be repentant and ready for the work that the Lord had prepared for their nation. Gideon was called by God a mighty man of valor and told that the Lord was with him, but he too had doubts. He mentions the prophet's words and felt like the works of old were just stuck in the past, which led him to wrongfully deduce that the Lord had forsaken them. And isn't this the way that our frail and sin-flawed human minds work pretty often? In our spirit, we want that mustard seed faith. But in our flesh, we want to see in order to believe. And then we fail to hope because of our unbelief. In Mark 9.24, it says, Immediately he cried out with tears and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. As the angel of the Lord had come to Gideon, he didn't greet him how Gideon saw himself, or even as he currently was. He greeted him as God saw him, a mighty man of valor whom God was with. The only thing that was standing in the way of Gideon walking in that strength and in that valor was Gideon. And that greeting seemingly went in one ear and out the other because Gideon didn't reply concerning himself and the attributes that he had just been described by. He went straight to the unbelief and accusing God of forsaking them. But God, in his beautifully kind, yet straight to the point manner, didn't even entertain the false narrative that Gideon had just presented. Instead, he free-focused Gideon on the task at hand and saying in Judges 6.14, 
And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you? Wow. God already saw Gideon as equipped, knowing that he would equip him. And he tells Gideon to operate in that might to save Israel. And then don't miss this, because God didn't try to reassure or convince Gideon by explaining his game plan of how he would use him to save Israel. God's only provided rationale to Gideon is that he was sending him. Isn't that incredible? I know that the Lord has used my battle with chronic illness to strengthen and to equip me for his purposes and my good. And honestly, I feel a bit sheepish that after seeing the things that he's done in my life, even just over the last year and a half in which he has miraculously healed me of many of my chronic illness symptoms, that I could possibly doubt the things that he has for my future. I mean, I went from being a regular wheelchair user to running after he healed me last year, and yet my flesh still reared its ugly head in doubting the plans and the works that my good God and Father has for me. We don't have to be an expert at something or have every aspect perfectly planned in order to walk in the good works that God has prepared for us. Besides, if we did, they wouldn't really be the works that He prepared for us, now would they? We only have to be willing to step over our doubts and unbelief, just trust that God will do as He says, and then follow through with that call simply because He has sent us. So we have two choices when faced with a call from God. One, be filled with fear, doubt, unbelief, and inward focus on our inabilities, which leads to a crippling of our walking in those good works. Or be filled with love and faith and belief and an upward focus on God, knowing that he is able to do far more abundantly than we ask or think. So my friends, where is God sending you today and how will you choose to respond? For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written music, visit crystalcravenmusic.com, and that's crystal with a K.